Visual Digital is the segment of the show hosted by yours truly, Smash Africa for the babies. And my guest tonight is the one and only Sandile Mahlangu. He's known for the many characters he's played on our TV screens as well as the streaming platforms. Hey, he, this man is a film star too, man. So you better put some respect put on this. Put some respect on <laughs> I'm taking a look at how your career has turned out. Mm. You look back, mm. do you think you would have predicted where you are in 2023? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yo, you know, predicting is, a, is, is like expecting and you will be disappointed as soon as you start predicting. I think just go with the flow, being true to yourself and being true to your passion and just chasing that. I think that's what's important. Mm. Um, you know, there's this thing that I did the other day. I had... um. I had a book, you know, mm-hmm. A4 times 2. Mm-hmm. It was A2, mm-hmm. that's A2. Yes, A4 times yeah, 2 is yes, A2. Yes, yes. So I had an A2 paper and I wrote down... And, and mind you, this is just, there's nothing. It's just a piece of white paper. A piece of white paper. Big. Obviously with lines, yes, you know. Yes, And I wrote from high school. And high school is where I began this this journey. I'm going to say zero. Yabo. Zero to my babo. Yabo. And so I, I plotted a graph... Of all the things that have happened to me to the point that I got here now. You know, sometimes you look at your year, you look at your, your months or whatever, and you say, yo, I had a sh-, a sh-, a sh-. Yeah, you can use the S word, but yeah. not the full word. You can say an ishia. An ishia. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you had an ishia. <laughs> and then you, if you plot your whole life from when you started mm-hmm. to where you are now, you realize, oh my gosh, I've actually had a good decade. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to look at yourself, you're like, wow, I'm on now 200 and f- level 250 from me starting in zero. Yes. And you're like, wow, God's actually been good. Yes. And I think that's how you, you start to become grateful and you push that gratitude. You're like, actually, I'm not doing bad. You know, now, I'm, you know, you get to a point when you're like, I had a bad year. And but what is a bad year? I think sometimes we compare ourselves to other people and we know that comparison is a thief, a thief of joy. Of joy mm-hmm. you know? But if you go back and you compare yourself to yourself, you realize, wow, you've actually had a great, great, great decade or great, great five years. It's Damn. Just, you know what I mean? Man, God is so good. And also, I love how you are speaking gratitude and reflecting, mm, mm. taking stock of the years. Take me back 10 years ago. Because you recently did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. What, 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 um, how did you start that? You don't have to, um, the you full know, story, full story, like but like, summary. yeah, give us like context in terms of how it started. I mean, those, what, what were you reflecting on specifically? I mean, those who've um, followed my journey know the story, but for those who are new to the story, I'm going to tell you, uh, I started out working in the mines. Mm-hmm. I say that's when Usandile started. I was working in the mines in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention names. Mm. They don't please, deserve please, me. Please, please, please don't, don't mention deserve me to, to, to hype them up on Five FM with Smash Africa. Um, and so uh, I got into an accident, you know, in the mines there and I nearly died. Mm. And they fired me for nearly dying. <laughs> yes, they did. They fired me for nearly dying, brother. That's how that's tragic it so was. That's so cold. They used a scare tactic. They were like, yo, this guy might sue because... Uh, he was not in the wrong. We were in the wrong. But let's use scare tactics and then fire him. Oh, man. And I went back home, you know. After going back home, I'm like, okay, I want to go. I want to further my studies, brother. And mm, I went mm. to Pretoria to further my studies. And I studied electrical engineering. I qualified, et cetera, et cetera. But when I was there, I was in debt. Like mm, like, mm, like mm, crazy mm, debt because mm. my parents weren't really ready to send me to, to school because they thought, ah, this boy is nice now. You know, he's earning 5.1, he's mm, 19 years mm, old, he's mm. in the Northwest. He's yes. Getting, you know, I was telling the myself, perks. you know. So your salary, you don't really get to spend it because you're living for free? No, no, no. 
Where you, where, where, oh, well, okay. I was in a, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't I, have to pay accommodation, but you still got to eat. Eat, exactly. But anyways, um, to fast forward that, uh, Pretoria uh, started modeling. Mm. The modeling was because people would walk around and say, are you a model? <laughs> you look like a model. You know, you're pretty, you're a little muscular. Why, why, you, why you gym so much? Like, I gym because it's therapy, but you should try modeling. Like, okay, okay, let me try modeling. And uh-huh. I tried modeling. And then luckily, you know, I got this this commercial, this KFC commercial, where it's like, guys, I just I just found 20 bucks, and we dance all the way to the, sh- to the store. That, th- that, that, that advert took me out of debt, brother. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man. I, oh, man, God is so good. You know we I mean? need a horn section for that. That's what I'm saying. It's and how long How long did it take you from the point of like, now you're a student, you're yeah. b- walking down the streets of Pretoria. Someone spots you, is like, hey, join this modeling agency. Like, if we had to put it in a timeline mm. space, mm. is it six months, three months, 12 months? How long does it take you? Mm. I've never actually, I, I don't, I don't that's really big. recall. But if I could give you some, I'd, I'd say about... Six months, mm. six months for me starting out, but I was crazy, man. Like I had a plug, you know, when a person was doing a plug. Yes, I, bro, I had a plug, bro. I, yo, 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 yo. I every day be trying to do this modeling thing, you know. And they say there was even a point in time where I'm writing and in varsity, I was I was writing electrical machines and mathematics that day, and I had a casting <laughs> <laughs> in Johannesburg, <laughs> and I left. I was like, I'll make it. You know, the, the, I think the exam was at three or something like that. And I was like, I'll leave. The costing is at 11. I'll make it back. Come on. Ah, oh, bro, I get there. The queue is like this long. long. I do my casting. And I'm running back now. I'm in the, I, I remember I was at Wanderers at that time. I'm running back. I'm getting a call from my friend. And my friend is like, where are you? Wanderers, the taxi, yeah. uh, taxi, yeah. rank. Let's, taxi rank. Let's put this into context. This man is not on the Khao train at this time. Yeah, hey, dude. He's not on. Hey, dude. He's not in a that time, Uber. He's not, he's not driving his own car. Wanderers, taxi rank. Um, and that time, mind you, I'm from Pretoria, so I don't know that place that well. Yes. I know you'll get Postman, though. Postman <laughs> Station in Pretoria, and I still have to run down to Arcadia to get the pass so I can get to school. Brother, they're calling me at three. This person is like, Where are you? We're about to get in. That's how I met Wanderers, bro. You're not making the exam. I didn't make the exam. I got there, though. And I got there, I think there was like 15 minutes left. Uh, they were like, I'd rather write a sub, my friend. You're not going to make it. But I'm just saying that those were the type of sacrifices. That's the plug that I had for me to, to, to push as much as I can uh, and for me to get that, you know, that, that commercial. I was pushing, bro. You know, people think that you're going to join modeling and then you're going to get the commercial now. No, bro, I think I must have done like 20 Casting? castings before I even got my first gig. Can you please paint a picture to someone young who just about to get their matric results and they're thinking of modeling or someone who's been sitting at home took a gap year and they're considering going just paint a picture of what a life of being a character and going to castings in the hopes of getting that big or that small role that will catapult you Uh, you know I'll, I'll say like this man um, for you to actually even make it in the, in this industry, man, I'm telling you about this plug. You know how you know how I found out about this word and and how I the fact that I had a plug. So I explained the story to U Ubongani Masego. Sure. Uh, while I was still shooting his Tembi, so and he was like, "How did you get to Joburg?" I was like, "Dude, me and my friend just decided to move to Joburg." <laughs> He's like, "Who called you here?" We're like, "Nobody called us here to do what? We're here to act." Who called you? What are you doing here? Do you have money? I was like, "I had three thousand bucks in my pocket." That's all for rent for the first month. <laughs> like I went on a plug when. What's on Kumbuza at the time? Yeah, this is a chonja. Sakta gezi inzi ni. Yeah, this we are outside. Yeah, plan na guti songe na ganja ndi glesa. 
All of a sudden, I out saying a parati waving. Guys, get on! What you want to do, man? You're black. So for that, for, for for a person who's trying to do this, like you gotta be crazy, man. You gotta mm. really, really be so passionate and have this burning desire and be able to execute and not care just how bad it will get because it'll definitely get bad, bro. This industry is all about what have you done? Who are you? Who called you here? You know, for you to go against that grain and be a person from outside somewhere and has nothing to do with this. You don't have any friends in this industry. You don't have the experience. You don't have the experience. You, you studied have, something else. You, you worked have, in a different environment. You don't have a mentor. You don't know the jargon. There's, exactly. You know, and so you need to be able to have a hard head just off the bat and say to yourself that I'm going to do this regardless of how it feels, regardless of what people say about it. This is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to push, you know. I remember just how much yo, YouTubing I did when I was starting out. Yeah. I'm telling you, I watched um, the top 250 IMDb movies. I was watching them every night. I've watched. I wanted to know, you know, you want to you wanna educate yourself. I wanted to know, you know, after kids are telling you about the fact that they've watched Casablanca. Have you watched Casablanca? <laughs> You're like, no, I haven't watched Casablanca, but I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot, bro. Citizen Kane, etc., etc. Yeah. You're downloading, you're downloading movies. I don't, I don't, I don't. No, I don't no, no, it's know. okay. I don't. I, I was just, I was just. Uh, let me just let you know, and I like a lot of people do not know this. So illegally downloading uh, content off the internet in South Africa, in terms of the South African law, yeah, is not a crime. Mm. Distributing it. it and making money of an illegal download. Oh. That's the cry. So if you are oh. downloading to research yeah. and learn and yeah. better yourself, yeah. because you simply don't have the means except mm. for internet connectivity, mm. go on and be great. Oh, man, that's amazing, bro. I learned something today. Yeah, yeah, I learned something yeah. very important today, so I don't feel as bad anymore. You know? <laughs> but yeah, man, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to download this these books as well. I'm going to learn from these books. You know, you're learning you're just new things because you want to be there. Otherwise, you'll suffer, brother. So you need to make sure that you educate educate yourself as well uh, i remember when i when i started acting i was like i'm gonna down, i'm gonna get a book by uh Konstantin stanislavski i don't even know who that is mm. you understand what i'm saying sanford meisner i didn't know who that was uta hagen i didn't know who that is Damn. i had to actually start from scratch and say i'm gonna educate myself because education is not just only at school right you have yes. to educate yourself you can do that right yes now, you know? yes and so you just have to be willing to go through those those um that the ropes and 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 getting rejected and learn how to get rejected you know <laughs> there's you remember this movie um jackie chan which one uh, <laughs> i don't know the one is wax on wax off which one is that one uh, that's karate kid that's, is that karate kid yeah is that karate kid? yeah mr miyagi movie is it, is it yeah. is, okay wax on wax off yes is it? That, no. okay because okay yes. i remember there was like you need to learn how to fall mm. and then that that that's that, karate kid is yeah. it karate kid yeah. yeah and that mr miyagi is busy tripping him yes. making him fall yes. making him fall and says you, you don't know how to fall yes. you must fall yes. you must learn how to fall take that hit Take that hit so you can get up easily. Get up quicker, you know. Fall. And if you fall in love with falling, then what's stopping you? Because you know, get rejected. Aye, on to the next one. And also, what I love about that lesson, it's not glorifying struggle. Mm. It's rather how you deal with getting up and the process of mm. falling. Mm. So mm. what, what um, Karate Kid learned was the technique on how to fall mm. in such a way that he's in control yes. and how he gets up. Yes. Like it's unexpected. Exactly. So, you know, the, even the concept of like when Mr. Miyagi would say to him, sweep. Yeah. Wax on and wax. It's the process of getting the body into 
knowing how to do it. Mm. It's called muscle mm. memory. As mm. someone who goes mm-hmm. to gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know your body can can bounce just back. bounce back, bounce back, because there's that muscle memory. A memory, yeah. And and a lot of times when we go through struggles, mm. we never take time to think and process how we got out of it. Yeah. We just, now that we're out of it, we move. We don't introspect. Do you know what I like, mean? What was this teaching me? So the lesson is yeah. there. Yeah. And, and just to add on to that, um, you know, challenges. I feel like challenges are God preparing you for that next role. You know, that it's, it's, it's for that next stage of your life. Yes. Because every stage in your life requires a different you. Yes. Most definitely. Yes. And the challenges from your, your, your decision to the execution to the change, the challenges in between those are what will elevate you and grow you. You know, so you're ready to be there. Oh, man. My biggest thing that I always say, I have, my favorite quote is a quote by Marcus Aurelius. It says that don't let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason that arm you against the present. Sh- should I repeat that? Oh, man. Should, should I repeat Please that? Please do that, man. Marcus Aurelius says, don't let the future disturb you. You will meet it if you have to with the same weapons of reason that arm you against the present. What does it mean, Smash? What does it mean, Africa? You know what it means? It means that, you know, sometimes we worry about the future so much. Yeah. We're like, yo, I'm so worried about that future. But if you think about it, brother, the person that's in the future right now has more experience than what you have currently. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Oh man! Like if I were to go five years in, in the in the past and and and, and uh, fetch that five years me, that five years ago me, and bring them here in the present, they would be so overwhelmed. Yeah, they they'd probably die. Yeah, you know what I mean. So how egocentric is it for him five years ago to worry about me right now? Sandile, bro. Um, yes, sir. Now let me just change the energy because now we are go- we are going to talk about some other things. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. When mm. I when I was playing this Bella Charles song, Tyler, I see you. I thought of you being much I've had. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, what do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? So, <laughs> growing up um, in terms of music mm. and the power of music yeah. and its influence on, on your life, mm. what, what was it like growing up at home and listening to some music, seeing music videos, seeing the life? of the rich and famous through music videos. And how did you get into the club scene? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's, that's, so many, that's so many years apart. It's right? layered. It's, it's too layered. Yeah. It's a long story, but I'll break it down. Uh, initially, man, I was always, uh, you know, growing up, I lived in this place called Paxton, which was in Whitbank, Correctional mm. Services. You know, my father was a warden there. Mm. Um, I was always just so different in the sense that I used to listen to like about 50 Cent. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else is listening to different sounds. You know, mm-hmm. I'm listening to 50 Cent. Yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm writing the raps. Coming up, I was confused. My mama. Was <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to like Usher. I used to listen to, to, to Sierra. Those uh, were the people that uh, brought me into dance. Yeah. I'd be sitting there doing their moves, man. You know, yeah, ooh, yeah, you yeah. Make me want to leave the one <laughs> with start a new relationship with you. <laughs> so, you know, so music to me, um, really touched me man it it, it, it it i feel like it it allowed me to be me mm. it or it was an Expression. escape yeah it was an escape from the norm and i just focused on myself and i was the only one listening to this music in the hood in the hood that i lived in and and i just loved it you know and i watched them and i was like dude yo one day hey mm. one day mm. i think that's where it kind of like started like one day man i'm gonna be on this magic box and it's called a magic box when you live in like places like Bumalang and you know free state etc yeah, et yeah. because we don't know how to get inside it yeah. 
Yes. You only find that out when you get shoved. Yes. So for me, it was a magic box, but somehow deep down, I knew that I was gonna get inside of it. I think that's where it began. My whole journey leading up to um, the club scene was a whole different thing, man. I'm telling you, when I started, right, when I when I was modeling, because I had to make do with what I had. Mm. Uh, I, I graduated, but I had to do my practicals. And my mother was like, come back to Middlebeck to come, to come do any, these practicals. You know, I was like, no, mom, I'm not coming back. <laughs> mom, just pay for one month of my rent yes. in Jan yes. and I'll find my way. Oh, man. And my mom was very like, she, she trusted me. So she said, okay, okay, we'll see what we do. And she paid for that first month. From there, I was working five jobs while doing my practicals to make sure that I can cover rent and make sure I save up for whenever I do decide to move to Johannesburg. So I'm telling you, man, I was teaching electrical machines too. I was doing my practicals. I was promoting for uh, music lab- uh, music labels. Yes, uh, yes. Two of them. Yes. I'm not going to mention them. Yes. Yeah, but two of them I was promoting for them. I was promoting on social media, uh, and I was working at these clubs. So I had to do it, you know, while I'm, you know, like I work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm. Saturday mm. at the club. So the whole day, I'm teaching kids from Monday to Friday. On Wednesday, I'm finding guest list, you know, for, yeah. the, for the night. Yeah. So I'd go to work until Buma 4 to have to wake up at like 7 to be on, to be at, uh, on campus so I can teach these kids while I'm building my project from scrap metal, dude. This is, I know this is crazy. It sounds crazy now that I mention it like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I built an entire... So there's this... Um, we can we can test motors, right? Mm. Motors, you gotta test them. You do start the, you, you test their starting basically yes, to see yes. if they work properly. Yes. You know, so I built this. It was new at TUT at the time, so I brought it in, where you could put it, you could connect it in a specific way, and you teach the students how to, to connect motors yes. in a specific way. Yeah. So I had to build that, but there was no funding, so I had to walk around campus picking up materials, go to different wor- uh, workshops, picking up different materials, so I can build this thing, so I can get out of there. You know, so I don't have to go back home. So I was doing all of that just to make sure that I keep myself there. It was a very difficult time in my life, but I'm glad I did it because that's where the thick skin came in. I was going to say, that says this man is not afraid to work for what he wants. Definitely, man. Two, this man is not going to complain about the amount of hours in a day or the amount of days in a week because anyone who has purpose, passion, and the will, mm-hmm. they will see to it that their dreams get it come to fruition. You know, this December I was shooting Grown Women that's um, airing on the 3rd of February yes. uh, on One Magic. Uh, I was shooting it in December. And I remember the hours are just crazy because we're also trying to finish it quickly before it becomes Christmas. So sure. we're shooting it fr- from the end of August. No, no, no. The end of November to just mid to late December. But we were in a rush because we can't shoot during Christmas and stuff, yes, you know, et cetera, yes, et cetera. Yes. And I remember my younger brother was visiting me in December and he wouldn't see me. He'd only see me leave because he'd be on the couch and he'd see me leave. And he's like, dude, I didn't see you come in last night. He's like, yeah, we were shooting overtime. And now it's like six o'clock. I have to be out again. And he looked at me. He's like, Yo, dude, aren't you tired? And I said, hey, <laughs> it is what it is, dog. C'est la vie, brother. That's what Such I'm saying. Life. That's what I'm saying, it's, bro. You, know, you can't be the victim. Your love for hard work mm. is beautiful to hear. Mm. In fact, your love for hard work is an inspiration for others to get up off their bums and start looking in spaces where they could enter the doors they want to enter mm, but unfortunately mm. you got to go with the back route why when apply going to work out yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta have the energy and you know in your youth you used your uh, your early 20s the right way mm. because you had all the energy 
Very true. To do that. Very true. When you are in your 20s, you can literally survive on three hours of sleep. Very true. You can survive on bread. Yeah. yeah. Like on the worst yeah. diet can, ever. Can I tell you what me and my brother Tabang used to survive off of? When we, were, when we lived in Pretoria. Tell now, me. broke is broke years. <laughs> we used to survive on oats, my brother. Listen to that. We used to survive on oats. And you can quote me and ask him too. DM him if you can. Tabang Mulaba underscore. He knows this. We used to survive on oats, my brother. That thing where you buy five boxes of oats because it's 20 rand a box. Yeah. When we are rich, nah, if you're saying we're rich, we're adding milk to the oats. It's oats for breakfast before you go to campus. Oats when you come back before you go to the gym. Oats before you sleep, brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like tin fish now and then. Yeah. But oats was the driving force. Yeah. If we are rich, we'll add milk to the oats yeah if not it's just oats and ice cubes i know it's weird oats <laughs> let, me, let me explain let me explain let me explain <laughs> it's oats sugar ice cube because it'd be hard for too long all right pull it down. but if you're rich you, you you add some milk to that thing. Oh, damn. and if you're the richest you add some peanut butter the crunchy the crunchy type oh man you know what i mean but you know what i love about this oats thing that you guys are eating it's really good for the body of course because it's a grain mm, mm. and now it lasts longer mm-hmm. in terms of energy levels yeah, yeah and when you are rich and you add the peanut butter man you're going longer you know what i mean <laughs> and the milk it makes it creamy ah uh, bro so yeah we survived up to that you know and we're like yo hi it's tough Got to a point where we started hating it even, but like, gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Let's talk about let's talk about the the African film and television landscape. Mm, mm, mm. When you when you hear and see the world put us put us on a pedestal, yeah. Celebrate our stories. Mm. What do you what do you say to that Finally. to a to a to an African to a South African? Finally, bro. I think finally, man. Um, I always say this I'll speak acting wise Mm. acting wise I've always said that South Africans are amongst the best actors in the world Mm. I mean dude the conditions that we usually shoot under Mm. you know that the the time that we take to shoot something you take somebody from that side and you bring them here and say shoot the way that South Africans shoot ah they will fumble bro they will crack under that pressure bro we shoot under immense pressure you know and I think it's because of yes um it is a little different. The finance isn't that great here. Mm. Because also we're st- we are still young. I mm. think we're like 30 years old. Mm. How old are we? Mm. Well, I mean, like <laughs> in terms of South African film and TV, it's been there um, since what? The early 80s. Mm. Yet on this level that we are producing, mm. Mm. we are dog, We are still under a decade of producing the level of content Imagine. and and. On, 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 like, if time frames, yeah. let's put it like that. Yeah. The time frames that we are putting out content mm. now versus in the two, early 2000s, even the 90s, mm. Different. Mm. different. Different. Different, different, different. Very, very different. So I think you are raising a valid point there, man. The conditions that we're, we're at war. We're at war, <laughs> brother. Oh, it's so, yo, it's tough. But I always say that it's, um, it's it's like training ground, you know, mm. and that's why whenever one of us gets a shot that side, we always blow him away. Yeah, we always blow him to some bit. We yes. always blow him away yes. because this is training ground. We we will show you flames, man. Even just content creation wise, brother. We are South Africans, man. We're on another level. Uh, I think it's a matter of time uh, when we're gonna get that limelight and we're gonna all just blow everything away. We see it on my piano, already. yes. You know what I mean? Just give us that little that little opening and we will show you flames brother we are artists man we are spiritual it's so beautiful hearing you speak on this level when so many people are listening and they're getting inspiration man mm. i know i'm not the only one who's just like losing his mind now let's let's also talk about 
taking our stories globally. Mm. You've been afforded the opportunity oh. to work on a few films, yeah. a few uh, Netflix series. Yes, sir. Um, like, I'll you're st- a global star, bro. I'll start here. Yeah. I'll start here. Um, if you haven't already, please watch How to Ruin Christmas, The Baby Shower on Netflix. It's already out. Check it out. Please add to those numbers. They're very, they, they mean a lot to us. Uh, I'll say it also like this. 190 countries, brother. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Are hearing about our life. This is how we do Christmas in South Africa. We don't do it like the snowy Christmases yeah. where it's all white and it's jingle bells, jingle bells. No, we have Uncle Shadrach. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of Uncle Shadrachs. <laughs> I love the fact that, you know, Netflix is giving us this, pro- this platform for us to show and tell our stories. And because they're not holding back financially, we can show them to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and yes, very grateful for that, man. Uh, this, one, this one day, I was on... Um, I was on Instagram and I got a DM from a Spanish uh, girl, uh-huh. and she uh, she was just going. Yeah, I, I don't know what she was saying. She was just going. She's like, <laughs> I said, oh, but the, you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to read. <laughs> she sent a voice um, note. She sent a voice note. It, it wasn't a voice note. It was um, a text. Text. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to read. I'm like, if I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, Spanish, yeah, yeah. Spanish. 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 Yeah, I'm yeah. like, listen, I don't know what you're saying, but I love you too. <laughs> For the fact that I can have a person from a different country on that level, you know, DM me is is is, is amazing. Yeah. And it's something that re-energizes me because. You know now, maybe a lot of other people would have reached the plateau because they've done everything Zanti wise, mm, you know, they've, they've mm. done everything South Africa wise. Now that Netflix is out and it's pushing us to other countries, it revitalizes that energy. You know, now yeah. you're ready to do it. You, you like, I want to do it. You've yeah. opened up so many doors for us. A few of my friends have American agents because of their shows. You yeah. know, that happen on Netflix. It's opening um, the industry in a sense, and it's bridging the gap. Yeah, it's connecting people. Uh, talent is everywhere and I love the fact that people love African content because they see how special it's just how special it is and how authentic it is I love that yeah the future what does it look like um, what can we expect from you alright uh, so you know what after I, I did already send uh, How to Run Christmas uh, the baby shower a shout out uh, but do do check it out okay uh, on the 3rd of February I have a show called Grown Women that is a show with Ulinda Sokulu Tubimboye Ubo Bohang me, Tyson, Bahumi, where it's a beautiful show about, you know, the woman, the woman's life after marriage. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So after divorce, after the death of the husband, uh-huh. how is she? You uh-huh. know, how does she come back into the into the world of dating? And so sure. it's based on that, basically. I also have another show coming out. It's Kings of Queenstown. It might change. This one is going to be on Netflix. The name might change. Kings of Queenstown. It might be Kingstown King. Queenstown Kings. Mm-hmm. I might change. That one is a soccer show. I play a soccer player there. A Johannesburg soccer player. <laughs> I've always wanted to play. You know that cool kid, man. The one who's got money. I've always wanted to play those yeah, kind of characters, yeah, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Initially, when I started uh, acting, I didn't want to play pretty boy characters yeah. because I wanted to show my range. Yeah. I wanted to, to play the the darkest characters yeah, or, or, yeah. or the characters that suffer from some sort of mental, you know, yeah. so I can paint that picture. But I wanted to show my range, and I was avoiding playing uh, pretty boy characters. Yeah. But now, Kings of Queenstown, you know, thank you to <laughs> to the people who brought me on board. Uh, I, I play that character. And I really enjoyed it myself. It was beautiful, bro. And there's also another movie that um, is currently in talks with different streaming platforms. It's called Kogito Ergosum. It is a two-hander. Kogito Ergosum means as I think, therefore I am. Okay. It's a two-hander with me and Ostandile. Uh, and it's just literally this guy who does something to his friend, doesn't remember, so he goes to see a therapist. 
and it's a conversation between the therapist oh, and damn. and the, the the clients or you know it's that one is deep that is a psychological thriller at, yeah. at, at best, brother. And you know, you can imagine for a whole film that only has two people, you can imagine the Like subtext. how crazy yeah. it goes and how deep. How deep it goes. Um, you know, that, playing that character for me was amazing. I think it's, it's, you know, I'm about to say this, but like most people might disagree. I think it might just be my big break in a sense that um, I got to really dive deep. That's dope. You know what I mean? It's about you, not the people. Yeah. We're talking to you now. You know what I'm saying? The people are listening. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people ask me, why do you always play these characters that have mental issues and I didn't know that this is what I was doing at the time but ultimately when I realized why I love it is because people actually do suffer from this Mm -hmm. you know and I wanted to dive deep and paint pictures and say that you could be the same as this person if you were given that environment or if you were born into that environment. So that's why I love playing this character, Ufilip Kamalaki from Kogito Ergusum. And he paints a picture, a beautiful picture that will make you question yourself too. So wait up for that one. I'm not sure when it's dropping, but uh, check out my Instagram, M underscore, and I'll probably post it there and you'll know exactly when it's going to drop. Man, thank you so much for being a light. Thank you for having me, Thank brother. you so much for sharing your love. Oh. Thank you so much for being full of love, bro. bro. You are a star. You keep on shining. And an attitude of gratitude will always lead you to a higher altitude. And that's why you should always be eternally grateful for life, opportunity, lessons, and love, man. Africa, that was beautiful, man. That's me, man. Damn, man. I appreciate you, man. That was, that was you, man. bro. I appreciate you. Can you say that? This is attitude. <laughs> an gratitude. attitude of gratitude will always lead to a higher altitude. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.